We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That'll do it. The magical season for Jalen Brunson continues. As Brunson and Donovan Mitchell embrace... The Knicks win their 45th game of the season now, 45 and 33. An inspirational victory. Again, he had the 48, a career high, but had so much help. Whether it was quickly and hard, Isaiah Hartstein with a magnificent performance as well. Mitchell Robinson, huge early on at 14 rebounds. That's one of those total team efforts. <laughs> Uh, you want to dance, motherfuckers? Yeah. Got the disco ball swirling. Music's playing. Got our, got our high heels on. Mm. We're ready. We are ready. This fucking basketball team, man. Oh, man. That was good. That was good. That was exciting. Um, What a game. What a team. Like, so I'm. you can't talk about that game without talking about the performance that we just, the individual performance that we just witnessed. But at the same time, that game was not about Jalen Brunson. That game was about the New York Knicks. And that is a strange dichotomy because here is this player who came in here after the team he was on. He, I mean, he said, I'm not, take it or leave it. I'll sign now. If you don't sign me now before last season, that's it. And because he's a responsible adult and him and his dad had a conversation. They're like, you know what? Let's give them one more shot. It's the, I mean, it's, it's life-changing money for a guy who hadn't made anything. He was on a second round picks salary, you know, um, you know, I don't know what Rick Brunson makes as a coach. I don't think he made much in his career, but it's like, if you get that 55 for four over four years, get, you get the 55 and they gave him a set. They gave them a second chance. They gave them a second chance in January. After he had already had a stretch without Luca in the lineup where he kept that team afloat. And they, they, he said, listen, this is our last one last chance 
four for 55. You give it to him. He stays. You got him for the next four years. And they said no. They said no. I mean, so he came here with that. I mean, he already had a chip on his shoulder. He came here with that chip on his shoulder. And they have managed to the front office has managed to build a team and they've done it over the years, but man, have they put the finishing touches on it last this past off season. And my God, I mean, for as much as this was the Jalen Brunson game, and I, I don't know how many points he had. I don't really, I don't really care how many points he had. This was almost the Isaiah Hardenstein game as much as it was the Jalen Brunson game. We're going to talk about him in a second, but so, but that's what I mean. And then you could also go right down the line, like Josh Hart, big, huge plays. Deuce McBride, huge plays. Obi Toppin, 19 minutes. Okay, got the got the Obi One shirt on here in support of the new starting power forward. But like, did his job, you know, all the way down. Quentin Grimes, you know, we'll talk about Quentin and and he did a, a very nice job tonight. Necessary um, on both ends of the floor. But like, this team picks each other up. Julius Randle goes down. Jalen Brunson's like, I got you. I got the 48 piece right here. Quentin Grimes struggling a little bit defensively with Donovan Mitchell. Josh Hart picks him up. No problem. It is a team. It is a team in the truest sense of the word. And that is why it, but like, again, to talk about this game and to talk about this season where the one thing, the one reliable and, and like, you know, it, it's now down to Hardenstein has played every game. Cause obviously Julius Randall didn't play today, but like Julius Randall, with all due respect to Isaiah Hardenstein, who wasn't who was hurting over the first several months of the season, and as a result of that, was not his usual self. But like the, the, Julius Randle, for any fault he might have, that was their one reliable, right? That was the one guy you knew at the end of the day. Like, okay, Julius is going to be there. You know, we get down a little bit. You need a tough basket. Like, throw it to Julius. Like, he's a monster. Teams don't want to deal with that. Like, we're going to talk a lot about what this offense looked tonight without Julius Randle. I'm sure I have a feeling that's going to be one of the big focuses, but to have that guy again, who opposing defenses, maybe they feel differently in the last five minutes of a close game, but by and large, they don't want to deal with that. They don't want to wake up with those black and blues that he's going to leave you. So then like, and he was the reliable and for them to collectively pick each other up team victory, but, and then you go back to, okay, team victory, but okay, well, all right, let's see here. 48 points, nine rebounds, one turnover. Um, I just looked it up on on thanks to our friends at Stathead. Here are the players who have done that before in the 76 year history of the National Basketball Association. Michael Jordan did it twice. LeBron James did it actually earlier this season, a few months ago. Um, Luka Doncic. Nikola Jokic. Stop me, or Doncic hasn't won an MVP yet, but so far it's MVPs and the guy who's going to win an MVP one day. Uh, Devin Booker and Damian Lillard did it twice. That's the list. That's the list of players who have put up at least 48 points, nine rebounds, and one or fewer turnovers in an NBA game. Um, and uh, you could take out only LeBron, Luka, Dame, and Michael Jordan before tonight did it in a win. And only, only Dame and Luca did it in a win on the road. 
Jalen Brunson could now add his name to that list. $55 million. They said no. <sighs> it's too bad. It's too bad. Anyway, um, so amazing. I mean, just the, the shot making in the first half was incredible. And I, I'll just add, and I'm going to give a compliment to to Donovan Mitchell here. And we're not going to get into, oh, could you imagine if both of these guys were on the same team? Look, if Donovan Mitchell's a Nick, that means either Quentin Grimes or Emmanuel Quickly is not a Nick to say nothing of RJ Barrett and several unprotected first round picks and, and swaps. So like amazing. I mean, one, again, one of the top 10 shot makers in the league. Um, I think he, if I had an MVP, if I'm not that I have a ballot, but if I had an MVP ballot, I would, it's funny. I did my all NBA earlier today for the Patreon pod. Shout out to all of our patrons with us right now. Um, and I, I, I by a hair put SGA above Donovan Mitchell on first team for the guard spot. I think I would vote Mitchell in the fifth place um, for my MVP MVP ballot. I think he deserves it. Um, Guy was incredible. What made it, that's what made the first half so special. It wasn't only Julius going down and them needing a pick me up on the road in what is still a massive game because obviously you're trying to secure a playoff berth. Um, But to have a guy that can go Mano a mano. How many years have we as Nick fans watched the other guy on the other team in the other uniform do it to us? And where we just didn't have anybody who could do it back. Like Mello obviously is the one exception to that. And Mello, I don't, but at the same time, like I don't know if I remember a ton of great one-on-one battles with Mello. I mean, he certainly put it on a lot of other teams. Um, but like, that was it. That's the only guy that we had. And, and those teams were good for a few years, obviously. Um, but to have a guy who could throw right back at you, what a pleasure. And that dude, again, Jalen Brunson, is he ever going to, you know, he's never going to win an MVP. He may never make an all NBA team. He'll make some all-star teams. I'll guarantee you that. But like that dude, there is nobody nobody in the league who he looks across the court at and says, oh man, I'm, that, that, that dude's just better than me tonight. Get the F out of here. Not Jalen Brunson. He doesn't know the meaning of backing down. And you know what? For all of his amazing, amazing shots that he made tonight, um, and we'll go through plays of the game in, in a little bit. Absolutely. If you want to define Jalen Brunson in one play, 209 left in the third quarter. Knicks trying desperately, desperately to hang on to this lead. Jalen Brunson's got a 40 piece. And what does he do? As I think it's Chetty Osmond or someone coming down the coming down the barreling down the lane. Takes a charge. Absolutely not gives up. Forget gives up his body, gives up his face and gets absolutely clocked. I thought they could have reviewed that for a flagrant, and they didn't. Um that's what sort of character that Jalen Brunson brings to a team, to a locker room, um, and obviously onto the onto the court. So, I, I mean, we uh, we'll talk about Jalen Brunson all night long. Um, really, not to be outdone. And and again, I'm just going to read his final stat line. Not that it makes a difference. Isaiah Hardenstein. Here's what he ended up with: five points, nine rebounds, four assists, three blocks, two steals. If ever there has been a one of the um, and uh, it's funny. Breen said it about 
Josh Hart, who's another guy this applies to, obviously, the stats don't tell the story. If there was ever a the stats don't tell the story sort of night about a guy, it's Isaiah Hardenstein tonight. Um, I have a piece that was in the hopper that I was actually going to run uh, today. I was going to run in today's newsletter that I pushed till next week uh, because of the Randall injury. And I wanted to discuss that instead. Um, it was about Isaiah Hardenstein and how he since it really it really it's funny. It's that it, he had this game tonight against this Cleveland team because it was against this Cleveland team that his resurgence really started. And again, for anybody who missed it uh, and Fred uh, Katz, shout out to Fred Katz. He tucked it away in an article uh, from when, whenever his, uh, he got hacked out of his Twitter or whatever that was. Uh, and he wrote his, like, if I could tweet article, Isaiah Hardenstein said it, I can move now. He couldn't move in the beginning of the season. His Achilles was bothering him and he never let up. He, or he never let on to anyone that that was what was going on. There were like little murmurs and rumbles, never used it as an excuse, never said it out loud, and never, ever, ever sat out a game. There are now that Julius Randle didn't play tonight. You know how many players in the NBA have played all, all every game that they're eligible to play in? 11. 11. And Isaiah Hardenstein is one of those guys, even though he was hurting for more than half the season. Um, and we all wanted to run him out of town because we didn't know any better. Look at this is what this guy could bring. And he's been the best center on the Knicks for a while now. And that's, and by the way, Mitchell Robinson, that's not a shot of Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson was good tonight. Mitchell Robinson was really good. But the way Isaiah Hardenstein's playing now and the extra dimension he gives you on offense, some of those passes, the pass to a cutting Josh Hart, the pass to a cutting Deuce McBride, like what that does for an offense when you could throw it to your, to your center, like, that's the thing. It was funny. People were like, oh, the Knicks got a stretch five in the offseason because he was like 14 of 30 on threes or whatever it was. No, but there are different ways that you could space the floor. You could space the floor by just being a threat from 14, 16, 18 feet out. And he is absolutely a threat with the ball in his hands. And now we're finally starting to see the stuff that Clippers fans got very used to last year because he has, I think part of it is maybe the offensive evolution of this team. And part of it is like they got guys who fit his style. And he's healthy, like Josh Hart, big addition. Deuce McBride, we're starting to see that connection. Um, incredible night from Hardenstein. Just so many inc- winning plays, winning plays, winning plays, winning plays. Um, Josh Hart, I mentioned already. Again, stat line doesn't tell the story. Took four shots, made four shots. By the way, one of the shots that he took, and he has one of these every close game that Josh Hart plays in. He has one of these shots. Um, and tonight it was, hold on. I, I I thought I wrote it down. Yes. The the Knicks had were had gotten a nice little lead. They were ahead. Cleveland was making a push and they had got the lead to down to three. And it felt like the moment, and this was early enough in the fourth quarter where it felt like Cleveland could still flip the game on its head, get out in front, and then, you know, make life really tough for the Knicks down the stretch. And Hart hit a three-pointer to make it 110-104. It is amazing. his time. Like, when has that dude missed a, a three that felt huge in the moment? He doesn't do it. He just And four for four tonight. But again, um, you know, seven rebounds, one assist. I, he didn't log a steal or a block. And yet, this is why steals and blocks are the stupidest way in the world to, to track a defensive player's impact on a game. That dude changed the game defensively with his defense on Donovan Mitchell. And it was team. It was a team defensive effort. 
like everybody pulled together. And by the way, again, just like I don't want to disparage Mitchell Robinson because he played a really good game. I don't want to disparage Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes was playing good defense on Donovan Mitchell early. Donovan Mitchell was just in MVP mode, which happens, you know. I didn't even think the Knicks played that poor defense in the first half and even in the first quarter. I That may sound crazy. Yeah, they gave up penetration um, and, you know, maybe didn't were overhelping a little bit, but like, like they, they did what they needed to do. Um, so those are my three big guys that I wanted to highlight. But again, uh, and, and like, think about it, they scored 130 points tonight. And this was an off shooting night for Emmanuel quickly, Emmanuel quickly, um, two of six from deep five of 16. A lot of those little floaters and mid rangers that have been automatic for a while now, weren't really going down tonight. He didn't really have it. It happens. Um, Still contributed to the win. Certainly, RJ Barrett didn't really have it tonight. He was six to seventeen. Uh, made a couple. There were a, and you know I'm sure it'll come up. There was a moment between him and Obi Toppin on the bench where they had to be separated. I don't know what that was about. What I do want to go back and watch is there were two blown transition opportunities. I believe they were both at the start of the fourth quarter, and it felt at the time like, oh my god, these are going to come back to bite us in the ass. I want to see is there was there a pass not made either Obi the RJ, RJ to Obi or something, because obviously we've all seen the clips of RJ driving and taking bad shots and not kicking to an open top and in the corner. They've kind of rectified some of that stuff over the last, um, I think, few weeks. But I don't know. I, I want to go back and rewatch. I don't know what that was about. But like, yeah, RJ didn't have a, a, a great shooting night, but, you know, found other ways to help help the team. Did come down with seven rebounds. Um, you know, that was important. He was a plus 10. So, you know, good, good, good job by him. Uh, but like, yeah, RJ and quickly you figured, okay, I wrote it today. This I, I'll, I'll pat myself on the back for nailing what the rotation was going to be in today's newsletter where I was. And I actually, I wasn't off with where the shots would go, but I basically was like, Brunson's going to get probably a little bit more usage. And then the rest of the usage is going to be sopped up in some way, shape or form by RJ quickly and Grimes. And I wasn't necessarily wrong about that. Um, RJ second on the team, 17 shots, quickly third on the team, 16 shots, Grimes uh, fourth on the team, nine shots. None of those guys shot particularly well. Even Grimes, Grimes was four or nine, three of eight from deep. Okay, it was all right. Um, he was the best of the group, but like they managed to put up this amount of points without any of those guys really having great nights. Um, amazing. Uh, this Again, team, 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 capital T, team, uh, OB, you know, Alan Hod, credit to him, uh, said it a few times on the broadcast, come in and do what you're good at. And there were a couple of moments where it felt like maybe OJ or OJ, Obi, <laughs> weird slip. Uh, Obi was maybe trying to do a little bit of a Julius Randall impersonation. He, he missed a bunny at the rim. He got blocked at the rim. And then it was just like, okay. Let's get out in transition. Let's do what we do. A couple of those moments. Credit to Jalen Brunson. Found him for an easy uh, two uh, when they when they keyed in on Brunson too much. On uh, it was just the two of them on the strong side. So like, look, he contributed. He contributed positively in his 19 minutes. I wouldn't. Exp- I, it was funny. I, I wrote in the in uh, uh, to I responded to a KFS newsletter subscriber chat earlier today where I was like, oh, he's not playing 25 minutes at all in any of these games down the stretch, right? I doubt it. I was, I originally wrote 20 and I'm like, nah, that's too much. Let me write 25 minutes. Sure enough, plays 19 minutes tonight. Um, did I miss anybody? McBride. Do some pride. Really nice. Again, only 10 minutes. I, I expect that's going to be about what he plays moving forward. 
make an impact in your minutes. That's what he did. That's what he does. Credit to him. And uh, look, man, man, boys, girls, lady, anyone, anyone watching. Uh, I'm, I'm so pumped about this team. I'm so proud of this team. I know if you're watching this, you're pumped about this team and you're proud of this team. One more magic number is one. Um, the uh, Nets, I'm pretty sure the Nets won tonight. They were kicking the kicking the snot out of the um, poor those poor Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, one twenty four, one oh seven. Thanks for putting up a fight, Atlanta. Oof. Um, but if they had Quinn Snyder all season, that uh, he'd be uh, they'd be a top four seed, and and Trey Young would be an MVP conversation. Uh, yeah. So uh, the Nets are still coming. You know, it's it's going to be and. By the way, the magic number being one, that's to clinch a playoff spot. It is not to get the five seed. The magic number to get the five seed, I believe, is still three. But they put themselves in a great position tonight. They won the hardest game they had left on the schedule. They now have four chances to win three games. Um, although the Pacers, I don't know how the Pacers did this tonight because they're, they're sitting Halliburton. I don't even know what lineups they're playing. They beat an uh, a Oklahoma City team with SGA in the lineup. SGA scored 39 tonight. Um. Yeah, no Halliburton. Like this Pacers team, I guess they're they have no interest in tanking down the stretch. We we face them twice. They're gonna fight in those games. The Pelicans are fighting for playing position. They're gonna fight in that game. The Wizards lost tonight, but like they're still, I think, gonna be alive. Um, when we face them in a couple days. So like, I'm not I'm not celebrating playoffs yet. Not doing it yet. I'm not doing it yet. I'm not putting that that uh, jinx out there in the world. Uh, but man. Big step two nights ago into Miami. Bigger step tonight. Can't say enough about them. Absolutely cannot say enough about this team. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about Game Time. Is there an upcoming event you're trying to get tickets to? Whether it be tickets to one of the final home games of the Knicks season, or maybe it's a concert or a comedy show. Whatever it is, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped up for the fun you're going to have. Currently browsing through the Game Time app, and I see all the events coming up in the area, whether it be the Knicks home game against the Miami Heat on Wednesday or home opener tickets for the Mets and Yankees, the Game Time app is so easy to navigate. You can search by category, like sports, music, or shows, or search by teams, like the Yankees, Islanders, or Knicks. I have to say that my favorite feature is the full 3D peripheral view you get whenever you select a seat. Just select a seat that's within your price range, move the phone from left to right, and get a good idea of the view you'll have during the event. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Game Time is also the fastest growing ticketing app in the country, and for a good reason. As I mentioned, get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, just two taps and you're set. Tickets are then sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code FILMSCHOOL for $20 off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem code FILMSCHOOL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 15 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or Southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all 
the grocery shopping for the week right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of Presto Pesto Panko Chicken with roasted potatoes and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep time taking less than an hour. When you've got busy, conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool60 and use code FilmSchool60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool60 and use code FilmSchool60 for 60% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. All right, let's do our personal injury report presented by our friends at Weiss and Rosenblum. If you think you may have a personal injury case, even if you're not sure, even if something happened, you're like, you know what? I just want to talk to somebody about this. I just want to get some answers. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. We've been shouting them out on here. We've been a a, a very, very proud um, partner with them for this entire time because Barry Weiss, great Nick fan, better guy, even better attorney. Uh, so call them again, 212-366-6100. They will consult with you absolutely free of charge. If they take your case, they don't get paid unless you do. You could also visit them at weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. Prior results don't guarantee future outcomes, uh, but go with a veteran, not a rookie. Jalen Brunson, talk about young vets. So injury report. I haven't spoken on the Julius Randle injury because it happened um, – well, I mean, it happened the other day. I spoke on it after it happened. I haven't spoken on it since the news came down. Reevaluation in two weeks. Um, I trust some of the some of the Twitter doctors that I saw out there. Shout out! I know Andrew shouted them out on his pregame pod with the Cavs guys. So, and I for, I apologize. I want to. I, man, I wish I should have tagged this tweet. Um, someone was a doctor, and I'm, I'm again. I'm stealing this from someone on Twitter. I apologize. I'm not giving you credit. Uh, reach out to me if this is you and I'll find a way to make it up to you. But someone was basically like, it's going to be two weeks for the swelling to go down. And then you could actually see kind of how bad the injury really is. So the notion that it's a two week revaluation to me doesn't from what, from what I can understand doesn't really tell us much because we don't know the severity of the sprain. Um, and there are people out there speculating, you know, this could be four to six weeks. Um, I think someone put out a timeline of like, it could be anywhere from three to seven weeks. We just don't know if you told me Julius, and it's not about it. I don't think it's a toughness issue. It's not like Julius Randall. If he could tough it out, it's like, if he could be an effective basketball player versus if he cannot be an effective basketball player to say nothing of the risk of re-injury. So like, I don't know. To me, I'm like, when Randall comes back, he comes back. I'm not going to say too much more about it. If you want to read more of my thoughts about Julius Randall's injury, uh, shameless plug, Nick's film school newsletter, you could subscribe on Substack. I kind of went through it there. What I will say briefly though, and look, they put up 130 points tonight without Randall. Their defense settled down after the first quarter. They ended up shooting a completely crazy, unsustainable 47% from three. I get all that. Like, they're not going to shoot 47% from three in every game. There is, I think, a certain simplicity to their offense now without Randall because with Randall and Jalen, 
you had two guys essentially who it's like, okay, this is how our offense runs through. And I, I said it during the halftime zoom and I'll say it again. Now, I wonder how much it, it helps the three point shooters on this team to just know like, okay, if we're open, like we're just shooting it. Whereas I'm not saying that they didn't always have that mentality, but like Julius isn't there now. So it's like, if Jalen Brunson's going to do his thing, Jalen Brunson's going to do his thing. If Jalen Brunson kicks it out to you or you get, you know, it's a drive and a kick and a kick or whatever the case may be tonight. That was a team that was told doesn't matter who you are, unless you're a center. If you have an open three point shot, you're going to take it. And you know what they did every time. And I, again, it's one game, so I'm not sure. I don't want to draw too many conclusions, but there definitely was, I mean, there was a little bit more of a pace to the game without Randall. There was a little bit more movement. Now, the flip side of that point. Ah, here we go. Andrew Claudio to the rescue. It is Dr. Adam Bitterman. Shout out Dr. Adam Bitterman. He was the guy who was who was saying this on Twitter. Um, so thank you, uh, Dr. Dr. Bitterman. Go follow him. Um, I've seen him on, on Twitter before. He's great. He has great information. Um, there will be times, and this happened in the second half, where like the Knicks go through these little ruts. And where, you know, Jalen Brunson is is not, I mean, no player in the NBA other than, you know, I don't know, maybe Giannis, but even Giannis, like there's no player in the NBA who doesn't go through stretches where, you know, he he's neither needs a breather on offense or whatever. There's going to be stretches where it's going to be like, oh, wait a minute, how are the Knicks getting a bucket? And like quickly's emergence is a big part of that. He didn't really have it tonight, though. You know, RJ had a couple moments, but like, He's been inconsistent. So there will be moments where they will absolutely miss Julius Randle. A lot of moments, potentially, um, especially on a night when Jalen Brunson doesn't have it. And like, look, he's human. There there are times where he's not going to have it. And then they're going to miss Randle because you know what Randle has done this year? Made a lot of tough shots. Tough shot after tough shot after tough shot. And that's more than anything else. That's why he's going to make all NBA second team, maybe, maybe third team. I have a funny feeling. I have a funny feeling it's going to be Butler and Brown on second team, and I have a feeling it's going to be Randall on third team. Um, which is, I mean, again, a massive accomplishment. But he's going to make that because he's just, I mean, his shot making this year, both behind the arc and inside the arc, has been incredible. And like when he's when he puts his mind to it, and he he doesn't start taking silly shots, which again he's largely cut out of a shot diet this year. Although Zach Lowe had an interesting piece on on uh, that topic this morning. Everybody should go read that. Like, you can't really stop Julius Randle because he's a he's a he's a human cinder block on wheels. He's a Mack truck. So without that release valve, there will be stretches where they have trouble scoring. With that acknowledged, there is a way that this offense can look better at times. Without him, um, you know, and defensively now with their pivot to we're just going to go small for 30 minutes a game. And uh, again, I wrote about it today. I, I'm not worried about them facing size um, as long as, you know, in, other than on the offensive glass. And I'll be curious to see how much Cleveland really leans into trying to, to kill the Knicks on the offensive boards um, if and when the series happens. That's the biggest concern. But again, it helps to have a guy like Josh Hart, who is one of the best offensive uh, or uh, rebounding guards in the game. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. 
Um, but I thought first, you know, first first look out of the gate looked pretty good. Uh, okay, that's your personal injury report again, presented by Weiss and Rosebloom. Moment of the game. Hmm. Boy, do we have some candidates. Uh, so the Brunson three. So Cleveland was making their initial little push. The Brunson three that made it 123, 111 with 420 left. I think that's going to be that's going to be a candidate. Um, hmm. I'm going to do, let's do, there was an Isaiah Hardenstein, I mean, there was so many great Isaiah Hardenstein plays down the stretch of this game. I'm going to go with the Isaiah Hardenstein block of, who did he block? It was, I believe it was in transition. Um, Lamar Stevens. Uh, where it looked like Stevens had an easy shot and Isaiah Hardenstein blocked him to maintain a 120-107 advantage for the moment at least. That was with 6-10 left in the quarter uh, or in the fourth quarter. And then mm, let's do that was a couple of deuce plays. Should we give the other one to to uh, to, should we do another Hardenstein one? If we do another Hardenstein one, it's his pass to a cutting Deuce McBride to make it 115-104. Nah, you know what? Listen, this was Jalen Brunson tonight. Let's give him the one that um, got him 48 points and essentially was the dagger. Um, it was the final dagger, made it 128-116. Game over. Uh, so you got so we got two Jalen Brunson threes and then um, the Isaiah Hardenstein block I feel bad. I didn't put the Brunson Brunson taking a charge. That's all right. I shattered out Brunson taking a charge. The two Brunson threes, the dagger, and the one that like kind of stopped Cleveland's momentum, and then the Hardenstein block. Those are your three candidates for moment of the game. On that note, I'm ready to hear from some excited Nick fans. I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to hear and see and read and feel all of the feelings. <laughs> That come with this win. This fucking team, man. Mm. Incredible. Sergio Acosta starts us off. Hello, Sergio Acosta. Hold the whiskey until the second round. Am I crazy when I say I like the team without Randall? Uh, I I had a funny feeling this is, might be the tenor of tonight. I hope this isn't too much of the tenor of tonight. And again, Sergio, every, like, everybody watching, you can be the biggest Randall fan in the world. I think everybody watching it is, is maybe wondering it in the back of their mind. I just, I want to keep the positive energy, but let's keep it going. He's our guy and he's an all-star. Good, good job by you throwing that in there. But I wanted to cash out two years ago. Um, anyway, KFS, 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 we already exceeded expectations. Yeah. I, I look, if this team gets the five seed and this team plays like, let's, you know, I, look, I, 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 who knows what's going to happen against Cleveland if they face Cleveland. That that's a good basketball team. And again, they didn't like we didn't have Jalen Brunson or Jay, uh, excuse me. We didn't have Julius Randle. They didn't have Jared Allen tonight. They also didn't have Isaac Okoro. Now, taking both of those guys out of the lineup helps your spacing a lot. And th- Cleveland made eight thousand threes tonight. So you could say that 
there was a little bit like for us, we don't, we didn't have Randall. There's a drop off, but there's also some other benefits. Same thing with Cleveland. They didn't have Allen and Okoro. It helps their spacing. It helps their shooting. But like that team's freaking good. They're, they're going to finish the season probably with the second best net rating in the league. Um, you could argue that they're one of the four or five best teams in basketball, five, six best teams in basketball. It's going to be a, a hell of a series if that's who we face. Um, and we'll see. We'll see what happens as far as Randall. I don't, I don't want to get into like, you know, should this team look to, we'll, we'll talk about the summer when the summer comes. I'll give Robert cross that much. Uh, Sergio. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Robert, speaking of the devil, Robert Cross, it's your boy, John. I love this team. GMAC and I agree that there is now officially no talk about the S word until after the final Knicks playoff game. Hashtag 53 wins. Um, oh, look, there's video of Obi Toppin in the locker room with RJ Barrett. Uh, MSG Network. Good job by you. Make sure, making sure you get that on. Obi's got some fancy sunglasses on. Um, I would like a pair of those sunglasses. I'm good. Good, good job, Greg, uh, setting that one up. Uh, I'm sure they're fine. I'm not worried about the RJOB thing. Uh, yeah, no talk about the summer until the summer comes. I'll give you that. Home stretch. It's home stretch time. Let's do it. Robert Cross with another one. First time, long time, John. Can we open up the Jalen Brunson superstar discussion? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag 53 wins. Robert, where you been? Where you been, man? Where you been sleeping during the post games? We had, we've been having that discussion like superstars, obviously come in all shapes and sizes. What makes a superstar? Okay. A superstar is someone that can get their own shot anytime they want by NBA, def, def, typical NBA standards, right? Superstar, is someone that can get their shot whenever they want and make them a good percentage of the time. And here's the final, here's the final hurdle to being a true superstar. Even though, you know, as you know, the, the, as the player that you could make the shot more often than not, you're still going to make the right pass and the right play and the extra play and the winning play. You're going to take the charge. You're going to make the extra rotation. You're going to give everything you have on defense. All of that combined with the shot making combined with the unselfishness combined with the leadership. That's why Jalen Brunson's a superstar. You know, and look, I, I once said on in front of a microphone, that the superstar is someone that could be the best player on a championship team. I don't know that Jalen Brunson could be the best player on a championship team. But I think he might be able to be the most important, you know. Um, I mean, like, why, 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 why would we put ceilings on this on this player who's by the way, who's in his fifth year, who's still young? You know, why would we put a ceiling on him? Um, so, yeah, any 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 flowers for Jalen Brunson you want to throw tonight? I'm, I'm here for it. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate you as always, man. Jesse M. Three days ago, fans wanted Jalen Brunson benched. Now, uh, I listen, as Andrew Claudio always says, fans are fan is short for fanatic. Um, people live in the moment sometimes. I mean, that was silly in the in that was obviously silly, but um, yeah. Jalen Brunson's a pretty good basketball player. Thanks, Jesse. Ryan Huang. Oh, I just noticed there's a big, big tanking game tonight going on tonight. Pistons Rockets. 113, 108. 
This would be, if Rockets win this game, this would be big for uh, Detroit's lottery position. Uh, Ryan, knew this one would be a banger when they put Han on the cast instead of Redacted 2. <laughs> Is that what we're calling him now? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, three words. Him. Donovan Mitchell. Must see TV. Uh, hashtag Brunson Burner. I like Brunson Burner. That I mean, he was on a Brunson Burner tonight. That was for sure. And yeah, I like I like Han on the telecast. You know what I liked? Han. Um, oh, my God. They were talking about. Was it Jethro Tull? I think some band on the on the telecast. And they brought up Aqualung. And Alan, Alan, I was like, need an iron lung in this game because at the time it was very high scoring. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a good line. Uh, I love Alan Hahn. He, he does a great job and, uh, and, and shout out to him, obviously. 